Welcome to Success with Style, everyone. I am Rob Giardinelli. Hi, everyone. I'm Lance Avery Morgan, and we are delighted to be here with Glenn Ball, who is the international man of mystery. You don't mind if we call you that, do you? No, no. I mean, you didn't know where I was from. That's that's, right. That's pretty mystery. I'm thinking not Beaumont. (laughs) (laughs) Likely not Beaumont. Yes. Your Texas twang by way of the the London, the London crowd. Exactly. Well, we're so glad. We're here at at the Center for Child Protection in Austin, which you're closely tied to, and you have been for quite a while. Mm Mm-hmm. How did that relationship begin? So I started coming over to Austin about four years ago, and I heard about this awesome show, and the studio I was working at uh, supplied all the dancers, the professional dancers. So I slowly got involved. Some of them would go, can you come and watch this routine? Can you coach us on this? And then the next year it was, can you choreograph this routine? Um, And then I finally, when I moved here, got a chance to dance on it as one of the professionals, which was a a dream come true. I got to dance with Jackie Mooney. Yes. And uh, we won. What a barrel of fire (laughs) she is. I know. Yeah. The first dance rehearsal, I was like, holy cow, this girl's awesome. Yes. I was so pleased. Did she think you were from Beaumont too? Yeah, yeah, she did. She she still doesn't know. I hope she doesn't listen. Oh, the secret's out. (laughs) Jackie, we love you if you're listening. And and Glenn is not from Beaumont. (laughs) So that was how it it got formed, the partnership. And then slowly it was just one of those things where this is what I did in England. I I creatively directed shows. I choreographed tours. Um, so then it was kind of, they, they thought, well, let's use this guy, which I was over the wow, moon to be involved so with. So great. Because you literally came out of nowhere. Uh-huh, I mean, exactly. you, were, you were certainly well known in yeah. your circles, yes. obviously. And that lent itself to even more cachet for the organization uh-huh. as, the, as the Dancing with the Stars has really grown. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Well, and let me ask you, because, you know, I'm not from Texas. So I always like asking this question of anyone who winds up here. Why Texas and what made you decide that this was where you wanted your new home to be well it was my wife my now wife i met who's beautiful by the way yes and she's a dancer as well she's danced on the show she helps me choreograph so it's a a definite family affair so she i met her in london she's from houston originally but went to ut and then ended up staying here like i'm sure so many students do yep and i never wanted to leave london it was never never on my agenda to move to America to, yeah. to do it. But I started coming to Austin and I remember walking the the trail around the lake and right. seeing Live a Great Story, that oh, sticker. Yes. That yeah. one of the first times I came over. And I just thought, this is a cool place. Yeah. You know? And it was the best decision I ever made. Obviously I miss my family a lot and my nieces text me all the time, when are you coming back, Uncle Glenn? Right. But the actual living here, this weather, this food, the space, I've got a truck in the car park, which I couldn't afford in England. Right. <laughs> right. <So. laughs> Translation for our listeners, that's parking lot. Uh, but <laughs> it sounds you. so much better when you call it the car park. <laughs> and the garage and things like that. Everything sounds better when it's British. Yeah. It always does. It really does. So tell us about London. What was it like growing up in London and what led you to the world of dance? Where your was your family? Did you come from a, a vaudeville family of dancers or I, I didn't my dad was a DJ. So that's ah! the, that's the direct link wow. to loving music and loving dancing. So he would always be uh, playing music and he was a huge Michael Jackson fan, a huge MC Hammer fan. Um, a huge breakdance the movie fan so those wow. three things playing constantly at the age of five or six just made me copy it in and I remember once just dancing on the carpet and I think mum and dad were talking like we need to get new carpet he's wearing out the carpet kind of oh, you, know, you were gonna say much. wow he's really good we <laughs> no, should get him professional no, lessons no, no. but that was the next <laughs> step, honey yeah. we need new carpet <laughs> yeah wow. so then I went to dance and and ended up at a full-time theater school so that was oh, where we danced all day wow. long and drama and singing but I was never as good at those two 
Um, and then my dream was to be in a boy band. That was that was the thing for me. I wanted to sure. be in a boy band. Whose wouldn't it and be? Exactly. Yeah. And I actually did. I did a pop group in England for a year. Um, we got three top 20s in England. Wow. I, I Tell did, us the name of the group. It, it was terrible. That was the name. No, it was called Pop. So pop. It, pop. pop exclamation okay. mark. So it just cuts to the exactly. chase, right? What, was that like a takeoff on Wham? It was something like that. I mean, it was the whole theme of like, we only need one name, but we didn't name it. We had a... a, um, a manager called Pete Waterman who is the brainchild behind Rick Astley and I don't know if you guys know Steps have you ever heard of the boy like it's a huge band in Europe oh great but so they we oh, had some some fun. big people behind us I never sung once on any of the records because uh, I'm not a very good singer so, so what did you do mouth the words mouth okay the hi words. Millie Vanilli <laughs> okay a scandal a new scandal oh my god so I was obviously into the dancing and then obviously, yeah. when we got dropped after a year it was pretty you know uh, sad at the time sure. but that was when I went into the back and dance and I'd had my experience of this this life and I was like I, I mean I can do the dance inside of it so I ended up a back and dancer for I did it for about 12 years really for singers so you, wow. so you toured the world toured the world tell us about some of the great folks you backed up we uh, I did some some amazing people like Jennifer Lopez I worked with yeah. Mariah who Carey. was herself and originally a dancer yes exactly so i would imagine she would be pretty exacting she is and yeah. the ones that stay in rehearsal even when they're not needed are the ones you want to work for and so yeah. quite oh. often the yeah. pro will come in they'll learn their bit and then they'll be off doing yeah. something and it's normally a busy schedule i understand sure. that yeah but for example jennifer lopez was there the whole time mariah wow. carey was there the whole time you know it was would, it would was you want intense. mariah carey there the whole time though? <laughs> she was brilliant <laughs> oh, okay all right yeah, okay. she knew she was being a diva which i liked she okay. would say She's, something yeah. then so she, she was look, a self-aware diva exactly which is <laughs> there the best we go kind. exactly <laughs> she would look at us and give us a wink after she said something outrageous which Got i thought right. was brilliant. <laughs> well at least she let you in on the joke <laughs> exactly, right yeah. you knew she was joking that's a scream so who else we're, uh, it's a laundry list. I'm so excited. Do you know Lionel Richie? You of course. Know, you know, of course. Richie. All so, night long. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. So dancing on the ceiling to do something like that yeah. was incredible. You know, we did an wow. audience with Lionel Richie. Scissor Sisters. Do you know? Of course. Greg? Yeah, yes. of course. So um, I danced. What a gamut. Yeah. Yeah. It Usually was, those names don't go in the same <laughs> sentence of I have danced with. Uh -huh. Right. I mean, that's really cool. Yeah. I, I mean, I look back and it feels like a past life. Like, and, and to, to kind of link in the this Dancing with the Stars show that we do in Austin, as I say, it's what I did in England. Right. So for me, I moved over here and knew it was going to be a change of track with mm -hmm. what I was doing because there's obviously not the the agencies here and the big tours right. and the. Yeah. But this is so good for me because it, it gets that feel for the creativity and, yeah. and doing similar to what I did in England. Right. But still, I've changed my life and have such an amazing life here. Well, how lucky that Austin has Dancing with the Stars on a lot of levels and that it supports the Center for Child Protection. But how lucky that you landed in Austin and, right. you know, your wife is a dancer and it just all kind of works out. Uh -huh. Serendipity. Yeah, it's yeah. so true. Well, I a lot of people may or may not know who are listening to this that I actually danced the first year of Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. Still wake up at 3 a.m. in a cold sweat, <laughs> thinking I don't know my steps. But it was a really, it was such a grueling thing because no one knew what it was about then. We had no idea. We thought it was going to be a few hundred people. It was over a thousand the first year. Most of us who danced knew everyone in the audience, which shows kind of a, a pure contemporary thing, which was also a challenge. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I can't screw this up. But one, my greatest lesson that I learned was that my, um, dance partner at the time when I also learned about energy you have to have a great energy with your dance partner mm -hmm. or it's very challenging and so on that note I also learned that no one in the audience knows your choreography 
So it's a metaphor for life, mm-hmm. right? So just keep going. Yes. They don't know the difference. Just make it work. Yeah. And that's really served me well since 13 years since this has been going yeah. on in the last 13 years. I always say that to my students. I have a lot of competitive students that compete in all different dance forms. And I say, you're only wrong when you tell them you're wrong. So Ooh, I like so, that. And it's Good so one. true. And yeah. I fell into this last year. We, there's um, I compete in West Coast Swing. Yeah. Had the US, That's a tough dance, too. Oh, so tricky. You, like, throw people over your shoulders. I, by people, I mean your so, yeah. Yeah, my, yeah, <laughs> right? yeah. The, the other competitors. Not a whole team of yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and we did it last year. We did a US wow. Open. We did a lift, and it didn't go well. Oh. Uh, the lift just wouldn't work and then yeah. for the rest of the routine i didn't give it a hundred percent i was i was thinking about this this trick that yeah. didn't work and you bow and you don't quite bow the same because you're right. almost apologizing for right. what's happened right. and i came off and one of our coaches came up and went that was great run through and i said don't don't lie to us he went no seriously nothing went wrong and i went no it did and i'd fallen into that thing i tell all my students where i didn't finish strong i didn't right. i didn't right. expect everyone to just not know it happened it right. didn't look anywhere near as bad as it felt interesting and so it was a lesson for me after i've been teaching for years and years and years telling people this yeah. but this one felt so bad that it felt ridiculous to even carry on right. but it wasn't no one right. even noticed and we got third and you know and that was great at the us open you know right. yeah. so we, i was over the moon with it but, wow that's so, incredible yeah. way to go glenn ball <laughs> thank you you know one thing i've also learned is you know i love that dancing certainly west coast swing and all types of dancing when people danced a lot right in nightclubs it was more of a lifestyle than it is now and a, an older woman once told me about i asked her why she loved dancing so much and she said because i love being happy mm-hmm. and when you're dancing you can't be unhappy right yeah and i thought is our friend gretchen fine who mm-hmm. just passed away at the age of ripe old age of 97 oh wow professional dancer she was a golden girls in the movies and and really knew that dancing was happiness to her so what does dancing mean to you it's so true i i always think that with my job of now i coach most mostly all day long i do a couple of group classes each week at go dance and my worst day is still the most happy days because yes. you're you're coaching people in that moment of their happiness mm-hmm. and a lot of my students a lot of these competitors this is their best part of the day to come to a dance oh, studio. Nice right. to so, yeah. They really look forward to exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. So then wow. you soon appreciate the fact that you're giving that joy of dance to someone. And for me, the 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 golden kind of um, rule with this is that, or what I know about myself, I still dance for fun. That yes. says a lot. You yes, know? it does. And people say to me sometimes, are you coming out tonight? Do you, are you coming to Mavericks? Are you coming? And the fact that I can still go and it's fun yeah. shows what dancing is. Absolutely. You know, well, you live the life. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. So you can teach all day long, but yet your escape is still to go and dance. Right. Well, well, I know you. Had, I know you wanted to know why Dancing with the Stars is so popular. It has taken yeah, a lot of its own, it, it, right? It really has here. But I actually wanted to ask a, another question first, and that is: um, Can you give us um, a piece of advice to somebody who may be listening who hasn't danced before but wants to? What's a piece of advice you would give them in addition to having fun, of course? So for me, everyone when they go into a dance studio feels insecure and they feel nervous and they feel out of their comfort zone, and I think just yeah. knowing that everyone's feeling like that mm-hmm. and and it's so funny because i get it with students where they go glenn i get really nervous before i compete oh i get so and i go yeah 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 yeah, yeah you're yeah. a human that's yeah, exactly congratulations so I, yeah. <laughs> and, I, and, and i feel that if you think you're different right. or well every, everyone else in this group class is not feeling out of their comfort zone or nervous yeah then you're really mistaken wow. the, the whole point 
is to do something you're not great at, you know, at first. And then you go through the things of uh, the levels of improving. But it's meant to, I I like that book. I had a book which was do one thing every day that scared you. And that was actually a really tricky task. You think it's easy and then you slowly think, well, I can only pick up a frog so many days in a row. <laughs> yeah. you know, Does that like, scare you? We need it. Was that a phobia of yours? Yeah, I hate frogs. Oh! Yeah, but I like, if I see one, I like looking at it. Right. But I just don't like touching it. Did you have like an incident in a pond in <laughs> England as what, a kid? <laughs> something like with that. With a frog? I don't know what it was. That you that get frogs in the domain. Can you believe that? I live in the domain and there's frogs in the domain quite often walking around the really? domain. Yeah. Really? That's yeah. okay. Another big reveal. I'm going to have to look out oh for God. that. Well, we love everyone to go to the domain because it's a beautiful place. So everyone <laughs> keep going to the domain, live there, go to your restaurants and go shop there. Uh, well, I'll get back to that earlier question. Tell us about why you think Dancing with the Stars is, is so popular. Because to your earlier point of people feeling vulnerable, which is what I would call that, not knowing what they're doing, walking into this thing. And again, dancing in front of their peers. That takes a lot of guts. Uh-huh. Why do you think people do it? So I think so that I think the audience watch for two reasons. And at first, people, unfortunately, these days like seeing car crashes. So they they like seeing people not, you know, not very good at stuff. Gotcha. But then there's that thing of the people that aren't very good that really improve mm-hmm. that then our nicer side comes out. And I'm right. talking about the TV show as opposed to the, the our show here yes. where you're like, oh, my God, this they, these guys have improved so much. So yeah. then you get behind them. There's an element of like pride because you've seen them come from from this amateur look to Absolutely. actually they're looking as good as the pros sometimes. Yeah, heck yeah. So there's that side of it that you become part of the journey with these guys, right. which it actually wasn't on TV for a while in England. I remember it when I was oh, younger, wow. then it okay. stopped. And then about 10 years ago, it had this okay. huge revival. Hmm. And it was that same thing where people are like, oh, this is going to be funny. And then actually you, you sit there and you go, this isn't funny. These guys are awesome. Right. You know, it becomes so an the, emotional exactly. journey. Exactly. Yeah. So there, there's the kind of jealousy part at the beginning. Right. And then there's this. So I think that's a huge part of it that you be, you see these people improve. It right. inspires you. Yeah. Um, and a, 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 thing, a part of dancing on it, most of these celebrities and very successful people are super competitive. Yes. So right. the thought of doing something that they can compete at, I think is too too much of a excitement to not do. So I know a few of the ladies that have done it in England mm-hmm. on the on the, we call it strictly come dancing mm-hmm. the yes. same show. Right. And they're they're so competitive. They yeah. they were in it and from the very beginning they're gonna win it. I think that could be said of the ladies and the gentlemen here too. Exactly. They're at the top of their field in many instances. And they don't want to let themselves down. They don't want to let the audience down. They and they really want well, to perform well, mm-hmm. right? I guess. I guess my question is, how do you navigate as a coach? How do you navigate someone who is too competitive to the point that they're not having fun with it anymore? Uh-huh. So we're good with with our show of keeping mm-hmm. it fun from the beginning and yes. remember and always reminding people of the end goal, right? Of the the center, right? So. That and the glass of champagne. Exactly. <laughs> At the end as a reward. I'm yeah. so glad to have a glass of champagne in my life. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I always see that moment in the green room. It's, it's brilliant. Um, so that's always good. That It's slightly different to the TV show where they're working towards maybe more celebrity status or you know like yes. more better jobs at the end sure. of this and they get right. paid too like each week that they go they get another yes. episode fee whatever that is so there, there's more of a, a reward whereas for us yeah. the harder we work the more we do for the center you know right. that that's the the goal um and also like obviously the judges don't necessarily every year we talk about maybe the judges at the night doing more of a judging 
but the, a lot of the time they say, well, everyone has just done so well. Yes. They find right. it unfair to then give someone an eight, yeah. even though an eight out of 10 would be amazing. Right. So, so yeah. it's something we, we talk about each year where it's, do we let the judges then actually judge eight, eight, nine, and 10, or do we just all give tens? And the reality is everyone deserves a 10. Right. On the night. You know, exactly. no matter what's happened, the effort that's gone in since September normally is everyone deserves a 10. So yeah, that's that, exactly right. it suddenly makes you not think quite so competitive about, you know, not going over the top. You can just stay calmer and just think about the show. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and on that note, the judges are part of the show and you're part of the show. You're the MC with mm -hmm. Holly Mills Gardner. Yes. And you guys do such a great job up there. I've been up there. Uh -huh. It's tough, right? I, you were doing it the first two years or the I, first year I did. First year. Yes. And yeah. then uh, then we started doing red carpet. Now we're going to be behind the scenes, red carpet, green room and uh, sort of a Martin and Lewis sort of thing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, but, but your role is pivotal in keeping it going, right? And Holly Mills Gardner. She's so unattractive. I know. Yeah, no one's looking at her. <laughs> Holly Mills Gardner is hands down one of the prettiest people inside and out. And yes. she always looks like a trillion dollars. It's annoying. It's annoying. Right? <laughs> I'll never forget uh, the year that we emceed together. And she wore this gold dress. Does everyone remember that? Yeah. She wore this gold dress. And I was like, I'd like to thank the Academy because she looks like an Oscar. <laughs> she looks like just this perfect, you know, hourglass figure, just perfect. But it takes a lot to keep it going up there. Mm -hmm. What's your secret to success to keeping the show going? So just quickly before I go yeah. into that, and I just say your suit annoyed me because the next year when I emceed, oh, everyone kept so saying, well, you need to look as good as Lance. Because oh. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to wear this. But they're still drunk. <laughs> That's why they say that. That's very kind. Honestly, I was like, I need to get a new suit jacket. Um, but the for me, the obviously it's tricky because we're there for such a, an important reason, mm -hmm. but then we've got to bring in the fun side of it. So there's a yeah. real fine balance. Right. Um, and there's so many moving parts with the auction, with oh, the yeah. videos that we we want to play yes. and then with the getting the the um, show numbers done and showing respect to each dancer but then doing the voting which needs some time in between sure. so it's really just trying to keep the energy up the whole yeah. time right. um and it's obviously such an amazing crowd that they yeah. want to have fun absolutely yeah. so it's it's sometimes remembering that that they're here to have fun um we don't need to overdo the crowd participation. Right. You know, I yeah. see a lot of dance events yes. where they've been sat there for eight hours watching uh. the same competitors dance in three different divisions. Oh, like, how gosh. many times can I see this? Yeah, no kidding. Right. <laughs> um, so then you need to go out there and you need to do a wave and do a this. You know, sure. and we don't need that here. Yeah. So, how lucky, though. I know. It's, know? it's fun. It's fun. Different experiences. Well, I think it's important for us to point out that this is a million-dollar evening. Mm -hmm. It raises a million dollars. Well plus, over a million well dollars. Well over a million dollars. And it does so much good for the Center for Child Protection mm -hmm. in that next year, mm -hmm. right? And in that next year, I think it's also important to note that the planning, because of the Center for Child Protection, and they've got it down to a science, the planning starts the next day for the following year. Mm -hmm. There's no time off for good behavior. Yeah. There's just no resting on, on the laurels. And so I'd like to publicly thank the Center for Child Protection for all the good work they do in the community and creating this event out of thin air. Mm -hmm. Venus Strong, Jeannie Parker, they created it along with the team. And it is, it's really taken on a life of its own. I always feel guilty when I, when I go to meetings and they thank me. For, and I'm, I, and I'm, you, yeah. don't, you shouldn't be thanking me. Right. I, I should be grateful to be a part of this. Mm -hmm. And I genuinely am every time. Right. 
um, an, another part of it comes through. And it's, Glenn, do you want to do this? I, I want to do it. So it's always, uh, I see uh, Lisa Rossick a lot. And every time she yeah. goes, thank you for everything. And I go, no, no, no. Like, thank you for having me. Yeah. So she's true. a door too. Yes. Yeah, yeah, we love her. Yeah, she's yeah. the best. She's dancing this year. I know. We can't <laughs> wait. She is. I, I, I can't wait to I see her. I told her I was going to bring yeah. a foam finger. <laughs> as if there were a sporting match with her, with her picture on it. But then I'd have to do it for everyone. So, uh, yes, yeah. you'd have we'll, to do it 10 times. I'll be wolf whistling very loudly. That'd be a really big that. stack of fingers. I know. Fingers. Yeah, I'll give everyone the finger. <laughs> so, no, that's not no, we can't say that. Okay. Well, I want to touch back on something you said earlier when you were talking about certain dancing competitions where you see the same dance over and over again. How do you, when you're instructing somebody, how do you keep it from becoming hypnotic, for lack of a better word, and keeping it from be, not becoming too repetitive, but keeping people present and in the moment to keep it keep mm -hmm. dancing fresh so i think that was one of my main goals when i came on as more of a creative because mm -hmm. what used to happen that each pro would get paired up with their celebrity and they would disappear off into the corners of the dance studio and maybe yeah. the pro might say i've got these three ideas and they would work it out between themselves yeah. it wasn't any chance of if you had chose a cha-cha-cha mm -hmm. someone else might have done me. yeah exactly yeah. those hips <laughs> someone else might have done as well and then it becomes repetitive right, right. or they might put in the same tricks or the same back bends or yeah. so now my goal is yes. is 10 or 11 we've actually got 11 this year very different numbers um, tackling very different dance genres so that's and and I won't put the same trick in in twice I actually right. had a phone call I won't say really? any names yesterday saying I want to do a so-and-so move and this was from one of the guys this year and I said oh it's already in it's already in one and yeah. I could feel him think well I'll probably do it better or, you know, you know, <laughs> but it was like well how wonderful just, for him to be engaged and yeah, want to exactly. do a move yeah that, I mean we, that's I've I'm, got a text on my phone that I got on the way here from one of them let me see a, that with a with a move a booty shaking move so you'll be able to guess who it is when you watch the, the show oh, saying, oh, like, we've got to put this in all my friends are going to be expecting this no booty way. shake and I'm so I'm going there tonight to help them put this booty shake in. actually I did that and it is a crowd pleaser yeah <laughs> there you go really that's right shake. you did do that I really did I did see that, that video yeah. Yeah. And one thing I learned is that when you dance and dance with the stars for the Center for Child Protection, it is the number one thing that comes up when you are Googled. Oh, cool. Sort of. Sort of. You know, I know it's very cool, but it's the number one thing. So it's a lot of people one. know you're doing that. And a lot of people know about the Center for Child Protection because of that. So mm -hmm. that's kind of that's yeah. neat. I think that I, you think know, so. I love that that it, it has an ongoing impact. Mm -hmm. I think I had mine removed because it's too much of an impact. <laughs> uh, but that, but it's just, yeah, a little Lance goes a long way, Glenn. You know that. There you go. Right. Yeah. But Evidently. Yeah. So what is, the, what is the process for finding these great dancers? I know that's not necessarily your realm, but you weigh in on that. Uh -huh. Tell us about the energy that these folks need to bring with them, because not all of them may do that. Or I think maybe they do now, but you no. tell and also, I mean, you said about the planning for the next year. Yeah. We've already got a list for, of, of celebrities for next year and Fantastic. other years. So, I love so that. there's already people that have said they want to do it. And what I often get is in this few months leading up to it is a lot of people offer. They don't yes. realize that actually this has uh, been, you know, been working oh, on for 365 yeah. days right. before December gets here. So they go straight to our, our list for, for next year. And then it goes through the committee um, and they do some awesome work checking the energy and checking yeah. that these are the right people right and so often people don't understand the work that goes in that's that's why i'm so grateful to these celebrities yeah. not only is it um 
um, practice mm -hmm. rehearsals. Not only is it emails from me about costumes, um, right. they sort out their dance, their prose costumes. Yes. You know, so they help with all of that stuff. Yeah. Even the the little thing of that first rehearsal turning up and not knowing what shoes to wear. Right. Then they right. go away and they order shoes. You know, right. all of yeah. this. And then they've got all of their guest list that they have to sort out. So yes. it's a it's a big undertaking and a big ask for us. And their energy's just got to be on point. And everyone we've ever had just keeps it at 100% and it actually goes right. up by the end of the show. Yeah. Um, it was funny, I spoke to a guy this year that wanted to do it and I said, well, there's obviously lessons. How many lessons do you, you normally do? About 30 lessons. And he went, well, I actually don't need any lessons. Oh, and I my said, God. Oh, okay. And he oh said, boy. I've got my own solo ready. And I said, oh, you don't understand. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's a part of the dance. It's like, Have you, know, you tried Dance with the Stars <laughs> in Dallas? Because they may like you. No. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not for Austin, right? I mean, if you're that self-assured. Exactly. Well, wow. That's yeah. something to be, I mean, and on one hand, it's great to be that self-assured. Yeah. And to know one's talents and strengths. <laughs> On another hand, that's probably not someone who's coaching. Yeah, right? exactly. I would you think. want you want that, and it's. I mean, as I say, these people are all very successful, mm -hmm. and and very, they're amazing at what they do. Yeah. So it's always it's going to be a team effort between us. I don't right. come in and go, "You're Absolutely. doing this." So the first initial meeting I have with them, I want to find out what their favorite film is, mm -hmm. what their favorite dance song is, you know, what they really? what they dance to, because then I can give them something they they like. Every so often, someone will come in and say, "This is the song I'm doing." And then I either have to try and get them into something right. I feel would work right. balance-wise, or it's perfect. And for example, I won't give you which song it is, but Lisa came in and said, I would love to do this song. Yeah. And it was on my list, my short yeah, list. So it was right. like, this is meant to be. Right. Yeah. So that always is a she great She chose one. Amarillo by Morning. Exactly. By Straight, didn't she? <laughs> no. no. That was it. Yeah, yeah. Something by Michael Jackson. <laughs> yeah. <knowing her>. yeah. <laughs> we got a high energy one, I oh, can tell great. you that. Well, she's a high energy. So, so matching that personality yeah. is really important. Right? Exactly. Well, and costuming, obviously. How do you design that to match with the person? And obviously fabric and all that is is really important. Can you elaborate a little bit more about how costume and is important in the overall dance process. Yes, and it's things, it's, it's funny because quite often they'll bring stuff to the table. We'll do a mood board between each of us mm -hmm. and often the things- Oh my God, that, how it's evolved since I know. back when I did it. <laughs> a mood board? Afraid so. Come on, that's the coolest thing ever. Yeah. Go ahead, I gotta hear this. I gotta hear how life has gotten better for these damn dancers. What did you wear? What was your costume? Uh, I wore a white dinner jacket because oh, I was no. doing um, Night and Day by Steve Lawrence. Oh, awesome. So it was Black tie, right? Yeah. So that's, you know, so it, everyone was a black tie there. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah, now you'd have a mood board with all different jackets on and yes. all different material. Try and stop me. <laughs> I would love it. But anyway, go ahead, but please. But quite often the celebrity doesn't realize about the dancing side of it. Right. So right. so they'll send yeah. me something. I'll go, this will probably, the skirt will come up quite a lot or it'll be revealing. Yeah. Or yeah. Um, it was funny, um, Lisa sent me a, a post, a picture the other day and it all ha it all kind of hung off, like shimmied and like had material hanging off. Yeah. And I messaged back and said, I think this will be painful to dance in as in it will rub against oh, you. Right. And then Amy from the center messaged straight away and said I wouldn't have even thought of that and it's yeah. like well I know I've ended up with grazes all over oh, me from costumes yeah. and even though it's one night you still just want to be comfortable you end up in yes. that costume yeah. probably as you right. remember for a good few hours after oh, yeah. the photos and Absolutely. you don't want to be sat there and not no. letting your arms touch your, your legs right and you have to be able to move exactly right I mean that's the thing is that you don't want to encumber the actual dance move or compromise that yeah. now I remember our year Bill Jones who if you're listening Bill I love you man but no one will forget your costume uh challenge e costume uh what was it e um oh in inglés por favor uh e emergency costume challenge <laughs> 
because his dancer got her high heel stuck in a shawl that he wrapped around her with a tango. Uh-huh. Man, you'd never know. Again, no one knows your choreography. She got out of it. He moved on. It, it threw him off like maybe two beats, but uh-huh. it was enough to throw off a non-professional dancer. And then he ends up winning. <laughs> The guy beats me. So, and the rest and of you're everyone. still bitter about it. No, I'm not. I'm, I couldn't be happier for him. I think he's still around. No, I'm kidding. No, he's a great guy. But, but, and one thing about the number of dancers, it's 11 because there's a chance that something may happen to one. Yes. Meaning, you know, they have a family emergency or whatever. Mm-hmm. But this year it's all 11. Yes. That's a big deal. All 11 still. And yeah, we always go for one or two more knowing that something might come up. Something and it happens, could even, yeah. unfortunately, be an injury away from dancing. Right. It could right. be an injury um, That's happened. rehearsals. Absolutely. Yeah, we know all the gruesome stories. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Another dancer trips a dancer. Yeah, those pearls. The whole Tanya Hardy principle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. These local celebrities, local celebrities are so lovely. They would not do that. Well, now, y'all better not do that. <laughs> right. Well, now we have more of a team. You yes, know, I said right. everyone used to kind of disperse mm-hmm. off into the corners. We have a pre-party, which is our launch. Yeah. And, and we get everyone dancing. I teach them a line dance. So oh, really? Dance. So smart. And this year we did the girls against the guys. So they learned the line dance and then they came out and battled each other. Right. And, um, but they all know each other. So now I see yeah. people at Go Dance where we, we rehearse talking to each other. Whereas before I would have seen someone looking and going, I think that's so-and-so. You know, yeah. and not having the, right. the, the nerves to go up. Right. So now it's definitely less less. Uh, trying to injure each other and more. Yeah. Although I do, I, I mean, I see Can we bring a little of that back? That. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a little of the intrigue back. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. no, it's going to be a great year. We're yeah. so excited. We're so proud of you for being attached to it. Oh, well, thank you. Bringing your big city, London boy <laughs> talent and your international talent to Austin. Well, thank you I for having it's me. It's more special. Well, yeah, and I mean, wouldn't you believe we are just about out of time? Oh, come too. On. Yeah, I know. Well, it's amazing how 30 minutes flies by. Absolutely. Real scoop we do. We need to do a recap yeah. podcast. Would you be yeah. up for that? I'm up for it where I can name names yeah, and songs <laughs> and dance moves. Yes, yes, and yes, tell yes. all. Yeah. So everyone, um, just so you know, <laughs> uh, Dancing with the Stars will be at the will be on December Saturday, December 14th. More information about it can be found at centerforchildprotection.org. And Glenn, thank you again for ha- for you, being Glenn. on our show You're today. A lot of fun to know. And really we really can't wait to have you back. Sounds good. Uh, thank you so much for having me. Well, everyone, I'm Lance Every Morgan. We're signing off begrudgingly from the Center for Child <laughs> Protection with Glenn Ball. And we're thrilled to be here. And, and I'm Rob Giardinelli, signing off on Success with Style, reminding you that great style starts by having a unique point of view. Have a great day, everyone. Bye, everyone.